Hello, everybody. <coughs> Excuse me, bit of a cough. Down Clarkson podcast. Been a while. Been a while. Got a different mic today. It's probably not going to work very well, but we'll see what happens. I make no apologies. And uh, it is what it is. No cup of tea today. But a bit of background noise. Uh, I'm in a car park. Right, what are we talking about today? I thought we'd talk a little bit about our environmental footprint. And I probably touched on it before, and I'm only going to touch on it now. You know, I don't want to go down the route of talking about Extinction Rebellion and climate naysayers or people that are climate change deniers or any of that. It's not, I want to keep it a bit more light-hearted than that. But some of you may have noticed that I've not been abroad, boated. There's been a number of reasons for that uh, over the last couple of years. But one of the reasons is I've been trying to <coughs> be a little bit more conscious of the, the environmental impact that my expeditions and adventure-seeking have. So, you know, flying to Asia for a bit of adventure to see some friends is that really the best use of the flight? You know, going on uh, a six-month jaunt, for example, and only using two flights <coughs> is actually a better use of my environmental footprint than going for a fortnight or whatever. So I've been sort of struggling with the environmental impact of expeditions, and I know before we start, I've travelled worlds, all right? And I know it can come across quite hypocritical but as Damien Hall said uh, recently on a podcast Damien Hall for people that don't know is an ultra runner and probably a punk well he's definitely a punk with that haircut uh, an environmentalist and to paraphrase Damien Hall it's better to be a, a hypocrite than a knob but he didn't use the word knob he used something else and I think he was actually paraphrasing Jonathan Pye uh, the comedian, but uh, apologies if you're offended by that word. But you, if you know me, that's probably the least of your troubles, right? <clears throat> so it's a bit of a tricky one, isn't it? Because you know, our sport kayaking requires us to travel, and it does. You know, we have to get in our automobiles and drive to destinations, we have to do a shuttle, short drives, not very good, tut tut tut. We spend our leisure time in plastic, which is obviously made out of dead dinosaurs. And, you know, we see a launching, and I see it all the time. I try not to, but, you know, it's not something that you can always do because it's how adrenaline takes over. But we leave microplastics in our rivers constantly. We see a launch of the rocks. We both have rocks. We do rock spins. I know, I do loads of rock spins. I do hundreds of them. But we still leave microplastics in our rivers. And we may think, oh, it's just me. It's just me leaving that microplastic. You know, it's not a big issue. It's only me. It's tiny. But there could be hundreds of people. <laughs> Thousands of people leaving those microplastics in that river on that day. So it's an interesting thing, isn't it? 
And part of our sport, <coughs> excuse me, part of our sport is that some of us, not all of us, but some of us buy into marketing. And we want to buy the latest, greatest, newest, super deluxe boat. And we buy one every six months. Our old boat was probably perfectly serviceable, you know. But we have one every six months. Eight months. Every year, every 18 months, whatever, we buy a new boat. Shiny new boat, which is nearly two grand now, you know, 600 dabs or whatever. And then we sell our boat on the second-hand market. But that second-hand market is not second-hand market, is it? It's a third, fourth, fifth, sixth-hand market. Because after we've had that second-hand boat for a while, we want to upgrade it, so then we sell it on third-hand, fourth-hand, fifth-hand. That part actually is really good. I like that about the boat, about the sport. I've not bought a new boat or accepted a new boat from a sponsor for quite a number of years for that reason. You know, I don't need to have a new boat. I'm okay with having an old boat. I'm okay with having an ex-demo boat. I'm okay with having a boat that's 40 years old. I'm okay with all that. But on the flip side, we know... People got to make a living, you know. How we choose to spend our money is up to us, really. It's up to the individual, and I'm not going to be sitting on a podcast and berating people for spending loads of money on boats. I mean, I can't afford to do it, but <clears throat> if you can afford to do it, you know, Godspeed to you and all that. Same with our software, you know, like how often do we damage our software, you know, our dry suits and PFDs and decks and how often do we need to replace those do we not fix you know like fix them and use them again or do we bin them you know do we make do and mend or do we go on the old internet tick 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 on the keyboard and buy new do we shop with like an environmental conscious the consciousness, that's the word I'm looking for, and environmental consciousness, or do we shop with our wallets? Because we, we know that sometimes to buy, you know, products that are environmentally better costs us more. We know that. Products that will last longer cost us more. You know, we know that. You know, we know that if we buy a product that's cheaper, it may break in a year, or six months, two years, whatever. But we spend three, four times that on a product and it may last us, and this is may. It's always a gamble, isn't it, when you buy something? It's like buying a car. You know, it's a gamble. I don't know the answers to it, but I'm just putting it out there as a sort of discussion point and a thought process of how we should contemplate, I think, our adventures. I've been having local adventures, <clears throat> uh, walking, running, kayaking locally, not necessarily sharing these on social media. And I'm okay with that, because adventure can be local, you know. It can Adventure can be really local, really, really local. It can be at the end of your street. And I know somebody listening to this podcast is going to go, but I live in a city, and there's no adventure in my city it's just tower blocks and it's, you know, back-to-back houses and it's trash. 
Yep, I hear you. I'm sat in a car park in Kirkstall in Leeds at the moment. <coughs> Excuse me. But there is adventure. There really is adventure in a, in a city. Before I started this podcast, I googled. I googled the history of the area that I'm sat in the car park of. Yeah, the river air flows past. Well, I had to pause that recording and I've come back to it now. So, another phone rang. I had to pick it up. Right. What was I was talking about Kirkstall and I was talking about local history and all that. We can have adventures locally. Like I said, the river airs either side of this car park. Yes, it's not the most exciting river in the world. I've spoken about this before. It's an inner city river. Yes, it's got pollution, but it's got a wicked history. An amazing history. And isn't that a part of the adventure? It doesn't have to be crystal clear waters all the time, does it? We can have local adventures where our travel footprint is quite small. We can enjoy local. We can enjoy finding the adventure in little things. <coughs> Excuse me. Maybe you don't, you live in a place where there's no river flowing past. Maybe you've got a canal. You know, I went out looking for the lost locks the other day in my boat. Locks that historically have been lost uh, and new locks built uh, in better locations. And it was a beautiful day. I was out in my big boat, paddling around, had a picnic, took a flask, went looking for these lost locks. You know, magical really, when you think about all the stuff that's tied up in our little island. If you're listening to this outside the UK, I'm sure you've got places that are relatively close that you can talk about. I can't talk about those because I'm not there. So thank you for that. How much second-hand stuff are we really buying? Are we always buying new or are we buying second-hand? How long does our kit really last? Are we like at the whim of fashion? Are we thinking that that new design boat is going to make us a better paddler? I'm not convinced it does. You know, something to consider. It has been a short podcast. It's only going to be about 12 minutes by the time I sign off. But that's all right. I'm okay with that. You know, just think about it, gang. I'm not telling people how to live their lives. I'm not saying you should superglue yourself to M25. I am saying that, you know, we need to adventure. And if you want to adventure local, that's fine. If you want to venture further afield, have a think about it, you know. Right, I'm signing off now. Thanks for listening, gang. Ta-ra.